For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. So picture the scene, I am sat in my office right now, it is 8.30 in the morning, I've just finished off doing some accounts and it's raining outside but the radiator's on and I am snug as a bug and I'm sat recording this for you and I realised the last few weeks a few of the episodes I've had to piece together so whether it's because I had my bad throat or um, when I record a guest expert like I'll record the bulk of that with them and then I'll do like an intro and maybe an outro as well and, and at separate times and what I realised when I was doing um, the episode last week when I was piecing it together I was like why does the quality of this sound so bad on some of it and okay on others and it was because I've been complacent because I haven't um been positioning my um microphone in a certain place and when I was working with producer Pete he would kind of just advise me in a lovely way um that maybe I needed to adjust I don't know the 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 the, I don't even know the words maybe the bass or the volume or um or the the height of the microphone so was it at a certain level so I would do everything he told us and it would always come out beautiful So I am back on it. My microphone is sat on a little um, Jo Malone candle box, which just raises it slightly, um, and it's positioned in a way where I'm talking um, 
to the side of it rather than over it, etc. And the reason why I'm telling you that is not so that um, it's going to help you in your working week, but it's just a reminder that sometimes we can get a bit lazy with our habits and we might need a little reset. I noticed that I'd got to the stage where I felt like my phone wasn't out of my hand and it was almost given as a headache as to how much I was using my phone. And it was just bad habits I'd fell into. And I don't know whether you remember back in um, kind of Easter time for Lent, I had set myself certain boundaries of when I would use my phone um, and when I wouldn't use my phone. And I got into such good habits. Um, And because of the length of Lent, what it means is is that it's it's a long enough time that you can implement an action and it becomes a habit. So getting out of a habit is obviously really easy as well because you go back to what you used to do. But it's kind of remembering to to acknowledge when you are in those bad habits and what you need to do to get out of it. So I am back um, on the phone thing as well. So I'm being conscious not to use the phone when I'm around the kids. So if, if the little one wants me to go and play with them upstairs with his toys, then I will leave my phone in the kitchen um, on a morning um, I'm trying not to use my phone when until I get to work. Um, when I'm sat watching TV, I make a point of moving my phone away from it so that I'm not sat going, oh, what was she in? And then I start Googling it. There's no need to do that. I should be just watching and concentrating. Because what I find is, is that it, it, it really goes against... Um, the my concentration levels because I'm not I'm jumping from one thing to another and I'm not like it's ridiculous to think that I can't even concentrate on a, a 30 minute um, um, drama to that I have to go and google something so and it's just habits it is just habits yes okay I do have a short attention span but I can allow myself to lean into that or I can be strict and acknowledge when it is hindering me and when I need to pull it back so that's what I'm doing and last week I was down 14% on my phone usage so buzzing about that so yeah have a little think about it what do you need to kind of have a reset on what habits are you doing that are bad for you and what actions do you need to put in place that need to become a habit So two things that I wanted to discuss on the podcast today, Um, a lovely listener got in touch, shout out to Claire Smith, and she said she'd been recommended the podcast by a friend, and she just wanted to say a big thank you um, for for it, um, and that she started to, um, sorry I'm reading as I go here, um, ask the universe to show her signs that she's on the right path. And she said that she had loads of little things that prompted her in that day, in that week, that 
that kind of suggested to her that she was on on the right path with something. And I absolutely love asking the universe for signs. And I've got another um, friend stroke client who does the exact same thing as well. And some of the stuff that's come up for her is unreal. Um, and I'm not going to share it until I have permission, but they, those stories are incredibly powerful that she has when she's asked she asked for a sign about a relationship and she got a very clear sign through that she needed to kind of just for now shut the door on it. And is that that as much as I'll say it because it's her story. But it, I just would invite you to do that this week. If there's anything that you're struggling with, um, whether it's a decision about something, whether it's you want a sign to know that the thing that you're trying to manifest is on its way, I would definitely invite you to just ask the universe to show you a sign. And I'm sure I've said it before, we are not resistant to the signs, so therefore they come and they show up, and it's wonderful. It is such a beautiful, beautiful, powerful thing. Now, on to something completely different, and this was prompted by a call I had with a, a lovely lady who is based out in Canada and she connected with me because she's been listening to the podcast and she also jumped on um, the masterclass and she also had a coaching session with me um, last night which was just wonderful and the thing that it prompted was she talked about the fact that you know, she listens to all the podcasts, she reads the books, she does the meditation and she's just struggling because she knows nothing is changing and that she doesn't really know how to unpack everything. And that's really powerful, isn't it? Because how many of you are listening to this podcast and just thinking to yourself, nothing's changing? And that can be incredibly frustrating, especially if you think you are doing the work, if you are listening to the podcasts and you are reading the books. So point one is everything I do and anyone else in this space, whether it's podcasts, whether it's books, it is generic, okay? Everything that I'm talking to you about now is, is quite generic but also can be too specific so this is very specific and you might not resonate with it but what it isn't is never honed in specifically to you I am not specifically unpicking your trauma when I'm talking on podcasts or even on my Instagram posts or whatever I'm not going deep on the thing that was traumatic to you and and it's all relevant, isn't it? Because everyone's trauma is is um, is different. You know, it could have been um, you moved around as a child, so you never got to make those significant friendships. It could be that, um, like me, you compared yourself to an older sibling and it made you feel not smart enough and then you got put in different sets at school and it confirmed that you're not smart enough and I do see those as some of my biggest traumas because that's the thing that I took in adult life although I've had other traumas with 
um, people close to me dying in, a, in an unimaginable way and um, and an eating disorder. You know, the, those things you can compartmentalise as a trauma, but they... I could work through those and I did really well at working through those. But the thing that I had to work with somebody on is how I felt about myself. I couldn't unpack that myself. So that's one thing. So understanding that obviously you could go and listen to a hundred YouTube videos. Um, but unless it's specific to where you're at, you might not get the answers, you might not get the tools you need to unpack that. So where does that leave you? <laughs> well, you can all definitely come and work with me, but that's not where I'm aiming at with this. Um, you need to start doing the conscious work on it because listening to a really good, inspiring podcast where you're like, oh my God, that's that's gold. Wow, that's so good. Da, da, da. And your head's going off on a tangent. It's only relevant if you take that and then apply it to your life. Okay? So a really simple tool that you can use is to start off with the end goal. What is it that you're trying to achieve? Yeah, and this could be from relationship to a uh, a fitness goal, to um, a, a job interview, to um, wanting to become a coach, whatever it is. Um, what I would say is if that's the end goal, work back over and sit and do the work. Don't just listen to me. Sit and get a pen and a bit of paper out and do the work. What's the end goal? So start with that. And now I want you to work back over. And now... One of the most important questions that you might miss out on is, what have I tried and failed at? So, because any failure is not to be dismissed. You will have learned so much within that failure as long as you're unpicking it, okay? There is no point in, um, in just kind of putting it to one side not doing anything about it and giving up if your end goal is part of it. So take time to think about things that you've done really well and why. What were the habits? What were the actions? Why did you get the outcome? Take time to unpack where you've had specific failures in the past, okay? Because there are things that it is telling you that you need to now unpack. So say, for example... That episode, let's let's make it really, really simple. The episode that I did with Mark last week, and he talked about reading 10 pages of development books a day. I think that was his goal. I've set myself that goal, as I said in the last episode. I've set myself that goal many times and failed. So to unpack that, I need to understand why I'm feeling it. Because not that I don't enjoy, enjoy reading. It's not that I don't enjoy... Um, it's not that I'm not smart enough, sorry. Um, it's not that I'm not intelligent enough to read these books and to unpack them. There are many reasons why I've tried and failed with books. One, it was the wrong time of day to meet, for me to read, but actually it was the only time of day that I could read, which was on a night time. And then, just as a, as a recap, I'll go back over what I said on that episode with Mark, was that um, the thing that... 
um, that I struggled with was because the only time I could read on an evening was um, was at bedtime, and now I'm reading self development books, which frankly, I am really interested in. So what does that do? It piques my interest. My head goes off on a tangent. I start thinking about all the ways I could develop the thing that I'm learning as tools and pack it up as a different way for a client or or my head then goes to a client who it could be relevant to. Like, it's just the wrong time. <laughs> Because actually, rather than me feeling like, oh, I'm just not somebody who could read, which is the story I used to tell myself years ago, is actually my head is really engaged and I'm quite a creative person. So my head wants to create once I've got that knowledge. Now, how powerful is that? How powerful is that is actually (laughs) unpacking it means I'm way more intelligent than I gave myself credit for. And yet I used to just be, felt like I was the child who, my sister was the studious one. She was what I called at that point, the smarter one. She was the one that read books. I just was not up for that. And I thought it was because I was thick. I thought it was because I wasn't smart enough. Now as an adult where I'm taking time to unpack that, it's got nothing to do with that. It's the fact that actually it's going to stop us sleeping. And the whole point of reading on a night time is to kind of unwind. That doesn't work for me when I'm reading self-help books. So I had to find another solution. And I tried. I tried something else. I tried reading at work and clawing out time where I would have a dinner hour. Okay. Now, this is my business. And what I would say is, is that I can always find something more important to do than read. There is always something else on my to-do list that takes precedent over reading. So that was never going to work. But there are jobs that I can do where it requires very little um, mindful input from me. So that that allows me to listen to it. So now I can listen to audiobooks. I've tried that. And I tried listening to the first one, I think, was... I mean, I've listened to quite a few. When I when I was training for the Great North Run, I was listening to audiobooks, and that was fine. But I'm talking about books that I really wanted to read. Like, I was desperate to read the Michelle Obama one. I knew it was going to be an amazing book. Not necessarily self-development, but one I was interested in. I just found I was so bored listening to that. No disrespect to Michelle Obama. She sold plenty of those books. Um, she doesn't need me to endorse it. But I, I struggled to listen to it. My mind would wander. It wasn't engaging enough for me to sit still and kind of uh, and absorb it. Um, so I know I'm best off listening to podcasts because they're much shorter. Probably like yourselves who are listening to this. It's shorter. It's bite-sized. You can take it in on, on the drive to work. Um, but that still didn't solve my problem. How the hell am I going to read books? Um, so then... I found a friend of mine recommend the, the Blinkist app. Um, so I downloaded that and that was the perfect solution. And as I say, this is not for me to sell Blinkist to you. This is for me to show you that there are other ways to do things. Yeah, I was once coaching um uh, a junior doctor who was trying to get onto his specialism for psychiatry and we worked together to help him to get his portfolio ready he was at a point where he just wasn't motivated and he was kind of struggling to after a full day's work do more work 
Um, so, so there was there was a lot to unpack, but one of the things that we needed to do, and still, as much as there was a lot of emotion and limiting beliefs and things that we had to work on, one of the the, the habits and actions that we needed to put in place was was getting this portfolio done because if he didn't have it done, he couldn't sit, um, he couldn't put it forward to 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 go for the interview for um, the, the the psychiatry space. So we tried different versions of what would work. So would it work coming in from work, making yourself some tea, chilling for a little bit and then doing it? That was the that was his first idea to do it. And it didn't work, which is fine. We're trying we're trying things out. Then we thought maybe it's about just not doing anything through the working week and just on his day off he's got two days off a week, one of those he would dedicate to portfolio work. And he could take himself out of that space, he could take himself to a nice coffee shop and do it there. Um, That, for whatever reason, I can't remember why that option wasn't going to work. So one of the options that did work was getting up earlier in the morning and doing 20 minutes, either sat at the kitchen table um, while he was having his breakfast, or going into work earlier and sat and doing it in the in the hospital canteen um, or in the office and just kind of and doing the 20 minutes there, um, which for me, that would have been my preferred option because that's getting the ugly thing off your list first, okay? Now, when it comes to exercise, I'm a different kettle of fish. If you told me to go for a run in the morning or try to do exercise in the morning, like, no, not even if I had a personal trainer who was banging on my door, like I'd just, I'd stop paying them. I'd tell them to leave us alone. It just wouldn't work for me. On a night time, oh, actually, I find that really works for me going to the gym on a night time because it's kind of, I don't have to think, I get to put trashy things on my iPad. I get to watch that while I'm running on the treadmill. So don't have to think. So what I get to do is just, Although I'm doing exercise, which you think would give me energy, it helps me to unwind from the day. It's like taking all the stresses of the day, the things that are weighing down on my shoulder, and just kind of like hitting it out at the gym. And then I get to like come home, have a nice cup of tea afterwards, and just maybe a nice um, like cold shower and just rejuvenate before I then have even just half an hour chill before I go to bed. That is enough for me. And that works. And you might be thinking to yourself, no, there is no way that when I get home, I could go to the gym. That's fine. You've just got to figure out what works for you. So it's not enough. I will say it is not enough to just listen to my podcasts and expect things to change. Because if you're not doing the work to go deeper on understanding why you're stuck, Go deeper on what is the outcome that you desire. Go deeper on what have you done before that hasn't worked. Go deeper on what you need to do to make it work. Nothing's going to change. You're just going to keep repeating the same habits and getting the same outcomes. So take this as a little reboot, something that you get a little kick up the butt about where you go, do you know what? She's right. (laughs) Jude's right. I need to sit down. I need to look at why I keep getting the same outcomes. 
yeah? Like, if this was something at work and or, or in an organisation, if they constantly do the same things and get the same outcome and it is not the outcome they desire, it is not working towards their strategy, they will have a meeting about it. And everyone will sit down and they'll unpack why that thing in the business is not working. So if you would do that for a business, why would you not do that for yourself? It is incredibly powerful to do the work, okay? Like, it is not cheap to go and work with a therapist. It's really not. But the outcomes you get is so long-term. It's like you pay for a holiday, but you're doing what? You pay for a holiday and you've got two weeks and you come back and nothing's changed. You do the work with somebody and it is huge. Now, I invite you to try and do this on your own first. See if you can unpack all of this. Start from the goal, work back over and see what you can achieve on your own and make those cognitive changes in your brain but also the habitual changes that you need as well from a range of actions from a range of trying and feeling and don't give up if you do something from this podcast and it doesn't work you've just found another thing that doesn't work so you can push that off the table and you can then go to right okay I've tried that now I need to try this okay Again, like a business, they will try many marketing streams before they find the thing that works and then they put all their money into that and they get rid of all the other ones. This is exactly the same with anything else that you're trying to do. You're trying all the different streams, you're figuring out what works for you and you come back to it. Okay, have an amazing week everyone. Go and do something wonderful for yourself even though it's getting a bit dark and a bit dreary, what could you do for yourself today or this week that you would thank yourself for? Just a little add-on because the irony (laughs) of the fact that I started uh, the podcast saying how um, I had repositioned my microphone and I was setting myself up for success because this was going to be a much better quality podcast episode (laughs) and then I listened back and I was like why on earth does it sound like I'm in a cupboard what's going on so I sent producer Pete a picture of my microphone and I was like remind us where the hell I'm meant to be talking into this microphone (laughs) so he was sending us pictures and I was like yeah I'm doing it still sounds like I'm in a cupboard and he went is it actually set on the the computer that it's connected to the mic? (laughs) And it wasn't. The input was coming from the internal mic, so that's why it sounded so poor. So, there we go. I tried to do better. I failed. I tried again. I'm hoping this little bit of audio will sound (laughs) pitch perfect. If not, we need to get producer Pete in my office to sort it out. But either way, again, just confirms if something doesn't work, try and try again. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judontcoaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes. Are you the creative type? And you already know lots of cool things Photoshop can do, like create eye-popping images for social and gorgeous graphics for t-shirts and posters. But did you also know it can instantly turn a gray sky into a fiery sunset, change black and white to color in a click, or make anything in your photo magically disappear? Maybe you're wondering, can anyone use Photoshop to take images from ordinary to amazing? Nope, everyone can. Visit Photoshop.com and get started for free.